0: Here speak basketball. There it is. It's,
1: it's the, the Confederacy, Confederacy of Dunks, of Dunks basketball, basketball podcast. podcast.
2: Trust in my Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, basketball Podcast. podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas, and who, sir, with the amazing background, are you? (laughs) You really, you really
1: love my background. Uh, uh, I'm the producer, Matt Duncan. Freddie, how are you
2: doing today? I'm doing good. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the weather. Yeah. Um, If it's your first time, you know, listening to this pod, or or if you've listened to it a bunch, you know this already. We are hardcore Raptors fans. We're comedians, we're actors, yep. uh, you know, we're not specialists, but like we know a lot, you know, we, we know some stuff. Uh, we usually have, you know, comedians on, sometimes analysts, and uh, we do appreciate all your support. We also talk NBA. Yeah. Um, Maddie, if people, you know, if they want to help us out, they want to find us, they want us to like be a big, huge, you know, lucrative podcast. How can they help us do that?
1: As I always say, go to dungspodcast.com. I have figured out the social media buttons on our, you know, our decals of the skateboard, as wow. I like to refer them. They are fixed. They're not jiggling around anymore. So if you want to click on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook, you're going to be able to click that button. Okay, it's fixed. And as well, like, you got to go to the YouTube if you want to see us. You can also listen to the podcast that way. Freddie, I don't know if you've seen it, but since you've been saying trust in Maasai, uh, I have, a, like, a, a Maasai image that floats across the screen. And on the last one, he kissed your forehead. So, you know, it's worth <laughs> checking checking out the YouTube for how insane I go with this Maasai <laughs>
2: graphic. Yeah, somebody Uh, give Matt some love here. He's freaking out,
1: okay? (laughs) Yeah, just tune in for the Masai graphic. There's chapters. If you want to, like, just watch the NBA segment, you can click on those. But also go to the Sonar Network. That's our podcast network. They do a lot of hard work for us and all the other podcasts. And, you know, click on our guests' names. It'll take you to their own page on the Sonar Network, and you can see the episodes they've done for us, as well as other podcasts on the network. And don't forget, we've got a Patreon. So if you do want to help us out, if you want to be, you know, like think of like early Google, Amazon, Apple, you know, you're the early investors kind of thing, you know, even though we're in season nine almost, but you know, early is early, early is forever. So if you could get in and help us, that would be great. And again, I think it's under nine degrees, eight degrees outside. You need a toque. We've still got the toques. They're not sun bleached. They're, they're ready to go crisp and clean. And, you know, they're anti-itch. They are specifically anti-itch toques. And I'll stand by that. And that's going to go on my tombstone.
2: Please, please put one of these <laughs> tukes on, folks. We got them in Ziploc bags. Um, they're fresh. They're, you know, all, all season anti-itch. Uh, let me just plug, uh, my, you know, my newest hot sauce uh, is out there. It's called uh, Nurses, or sorry, Nick's Arena Rock. Nice. Uh, it's, you know, it's based on Nick's love for music. It's based on the Raptors being home and back in their arena. It's a delicious green sauce. It's got, you know. Oh, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, you you know you, you got a bottle coming your way for sure, yeah. uh, Matty D. I like and that you um, went with like
1: the classic small kind of you know smaller, uh you know hot sauce bottles. You're not that's right. Yeah, yeah. you back know to the that's classics all you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it looks um, good.
2: Yeah, I, you know I think speaking of back to the classics. Yeah. Uh, well, I should say if you want a bottle, um, go ahead and DM uh, t- uh, Timo. Oh, sorry. T O underscore Timo. So that's my uh, hot sauce partner, Tim. Uh, I, I think we got. We started with thirty. I think we're down to twenty. Uh, Twelve dollars. So um, go ahead and go ahead and hit him up and get yourself a bottle. We we'll, we can ship it to you. I think for three extra bucks or something. But, nice. Uh, so you guys are you're manufacturing now. You're yeah, you're we're, you're getting, old? Up. we're getting up. Um, wow. But Yeah, let's Uh, let's kind of jump into this pod. So um, we have Yawa Tua. uh, We have Patrick Ronan Stewart. Yeah, we're talking, you know, Raptors Media Day. We're messing around with our own questions. Uh, We talked about, you know, the contenders. We also talked about um, players that are being slept on. Uh, You know, as all basketball talk goes these days, there was a, you know, some devolving into Ben Simmons debate, which is only healthy and natural. But uh yeah, it's it's a good pod. I, I think mm-hmm. we can jump to right to it. Um, yeah, unless Maddie D is there anything else we, we need to let the people know about?
1: Nothing really other than, you know, season nine is approaching, you know, we'll continue into the offseason until the NBA season actually begins, as we always do. And yeah, if you ever want to go back, we get a lot of people listening to old episodes, The, 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 the time capsule that is Confederacy of Dunks, as we've said before is there for you. So if you want to go back and listen, feel free, you know, get some of that good, you know, deep knowledge of the team so you can take it in to the new season and, you know, just be that knowledgeable guy at the games.
2: Damn right. And, um, yeah. I'll, I'll also say that, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately we have to miss next week. Uh, I'm, I'm busy with work, which, which is a good thing, but we do hate missing this pod, yeah. but we will be back uh, the week of um, the week of the, like we're right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Apologies for missing next week, but uh, we're we'll back right after that, uh, you know, before the season gets going. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, uh, I, as I always say, uh, black lives matter, defund the police stop Asian hate and um, you know email your city councilors. you can create change, just you know get in people's ear ears d- you know do what you got to do. And uh, yeah, let's start talking some ball. Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, uh, please just give me those deliciously tasty words. okay.. Oh. Here we go on another uh, episode of my my favorite place, uh, the, this beautiful podcast, um, Confederacy of Dunks, basketball podcast. Always got to shout out Kevin Douse for uh, making up the name. Uh, he's a lawyer now, so maybe he'll come after me really hard one day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, hopefully not. We're still friends, you know? But uh, yeah, let, let's get rolling on the guests here. Um, uh, he's done the podcast a couple of times. He, you know, he should be doing it more. Uh, One of the best like voices going A hilarious dude You know, sketch comedian, stand-up comedian Raptors fanatic uh, Plays Fortnite with honestly my whole family Um, He's just a wonderful dude Give it up as loud as you can Even if you're at home alone For Patrick Ronan Stewart
0: Hi everyone Oh (coughs) Yes Ooh (laughs) Yes (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: oh yeah, this is a nice calming song I'm coming into it like with a calm energy Everyone knows me as like a loud Yelling, boisterous guy I'm coming mm-hmm. in like CBD oil, baby I'm just kind of smooth Ooh. and nice and oh. calm. Uh, Let's take a <laughs> breath <laughs> We'll take a quick breath before the season. You know, don't get too excited. Everyone's saying like, oh, the Raptors are going to be the uh, one seed. <laughs> Everyone's saying "Yeah," it. But I'm saying let's take a breath before that. You know, let's take it easy. Let's let these young dogs wake up from their nice nap and
2: then have a nice puppy year. You know what I'm saying? I, I honestly do know what you're saying. Um, yeah. and I feel like you're about to laugh. Like you're one laugh away from bursting into like... Full animated Patrick, but hey, no one do any funny bits, (laughs) no No one do any funny bits. bits. No CBD oil, uh, Stuart is is absolutely okay today. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm into it. Uh, let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Uh, I don't know if he's pounding the CBD oils as well. Uh, (laughs) you'll know his theme song, although maybe it might be a a bit different, but it's like it's got that classic beach vibe. Uh, he's hilarious. Uh, you know, we often agree on so much every once in a while, we, we disagree on something, but. It's always amicable because he's such a nice dude. Also, a good stand up, also a good sketch comedian, also like a multi talented dude uh, in, a, in a bunch of ways. Uh, so, give it up as loud as you can, even if you're home alone for Yao Atua.
1: <laughs>
2: oh my God. <laughs> We're all dancing, by the way. You got to check the
0: YouTube. You have to check the YouTube uh, for that visual joke. Um, Pat, you came in with so much thunder. I was like, "Ooh, I don't know if I can follow this." Um, <laughs> so I won't. So I won't. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening,
3: everybody. That's the podcast. It's hey, our network. Good night. <laughs> mm.
0: um, Sonar. All right. Yao,
2: what's up? Thanks for joining, man. Hey. I'm
0: always happy to be here to give my flaming hot takes to upset, um, you know, my contemporaries. All, yeah. all my comics who like basketball who hear something I say and they're like, ah, and tell me in real life. I'll never forget it.
2: Uh, you know what? I, I will say, the longer this pod goes, the more I do get confronted in real life. And um, <laughs> it's always jarring, but it's, all, it's always fun. I'm, I'm a maniac, so That's I'm into it. Um, speaking of which, let's, let's just dive right in. Maddie, uh, I'm not going to play the existential game. I know you are there, even though I can't see you. I'm here. So, uh, please, sir, why don't you give me your most delicious sounding, whatever Aaron Baines used to be, Raptors (laughs) Sting? Patrick, let's start with you. Um, You know, uh, I don't know how much you care about Media Day uh, or not. Uh, This year was pretty eventful in in, in terms of the league, but I think also in terms of the Raptors with the homecoming. Uh, Yeah, you know, just just give me your, like, whatever take. Like, I don't know, it doesn't have to be about one particular player. I I just want to know what, I'm looking for what stood out to you guys individually. So, yeah, what stood out to you? So I will say uh, uh,
3: the most interesting thing about the Raptors media day is that it wasn't that interesting compared to other people's, which I'm so thankful for because everyone else's interesting things are like, oh, hey, we have a lot of anti-vaxxers on our team. And oh, hey, some of these players can't play home games. And oh, hey, later uh, (laughs) David Letterman's in the crowd and he and 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 that confuses me because he hasn't worked in a while. So what is he doing there? So I'm happy that we didn't have any of that. We are fully vaccinated, maybe one dude waiting on a second vax. So Mm -hmm. that's a great feeling. Uh, There's a lot of drama coming from other teams regarding things that should kind of just be a human thing to do, like just be nice and kind. And it seems like our Raptors are doing that, and few. Because I would hate to have another Terrence Davis situation where I hate someone on the team. So I'm happy that I like everyone on the
2: team. (laughs) Honestly, I, I think the CBD oil is wearing off. Oh, and, oh, and, I and I, you know, like I, I couldn't agree more. Like, and I, I felt that way, you know, you know, just kind of taking one step aside from the media day thing. I think there's a part of Masai's reign that is about patience. And and, you know, if you look at the Kawhi trade, if you look at the surge trade, those are really like anomalies in his tenure and so much of what he's about is culture building and kind of like having rock solid dudes around. So, yeah, and I also, you know, it, it, it's important to mention, yeah, I think Terrence Davis was frustrating and it, it like kind mm-hmm. of added this like shitty duality to like already being, you know, far away in in Tampa Bay. And yeah, I didn't even want to go down that road, but I do think it's a valid point to say what's interesting about this Raptors media day is that, you know, in a sense it was uninteresting. I think like from a nuts and bolts uh, perspective, there's a couple of things that I, you know, I felt like I I was kind of like that, that perked me up, but I think overall, you know, uh, Fred Van Vliet said it pretty well. Like he's happy that the team doesn't have any distractions. He's happy Mm -hmm. that they're not all having to meet one guy and convince them to be you know, whatever, like a part of the team. Um, yeah. Well, what stood out to you?
0: It's just that it's the fact that it's like um, there's no distractions. It's the happiness of being home. It's knowing that they're going to play their games in Toronto. They're gonna, they're going to shoot around the OVO. They're going to like yeah hit up Scotia. They're going to like It just seems like they're very happy and content with not being a headline and kind of being an underdog. And I think. We're gonna see. We're gonna reap the benefits of it because, like, us being quieted on media day means, like, um, means like the spotlight's not on us. So, like, mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes could kind of surprise the league because I, I expect kind of big things from him, and Pascal can be reintroduced reintroduced to the league. Um, but, like Fred said uh, uh, about Freddie, what Freddie said about Freddie was uh-huh. like I'm they have with a distraction. You. They uh they can just kind of focus on it and like the fact that it is uneventful is what you wanted. This is the this is the year you wanted like an uneventful media day. This is not the year other teams are dealing with like so much noise that puts everything in doubt. Um, that makes it feel like it's not just about the game and what the Raptors Media Day remind me of is they're a focus on the game and it's not about anything else. It's about Winning putting things together but also a side Note on what you were saying about Like Masai's team Building yes he's all about Patience and building But he's also putting the team in a right position in case there was like a big Splash which is like why It worked with Kawhi it wasn't Just like we got Kawhi like Not every team can just like Insert a superstar and be like a Mm champion And I think he's always Ready for that he's like he'll build within Slowly but you also will see an opportunity. I just wanted to put that side note in. I, I don't think wow. it's just about the slow build. I think it's also about being the ready position.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, th- I think that's the perfect side note. I feel like, you know, all those years, whether it's like, the, you know, the the Terrence Ross deal that people criticized that turned into a baka or, you know, getting PJ Tucker, who, you know, was a good fit, but it wasn't enough to overtake LeBron and eventually went to play with, with Chris Paul and the Rockets. There's there's this kind of even with the Nuggets right, Masai had this kind of like I don't know like momentum where he he overloads in talent, and it might not be the the super you know rare top seven talent which is kind of like impossible to overload on unless you're like a you know a major destination that players just decide in the off season that they want to go there, like a, unless you're one of those places all you can really do is kind of like stack talent on top of talent. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like he, he's, you know, using this departure of Kyle uh, to kind of like put his, his his real stamp on the city, which is, you know, very international, very African, very long uh, and very kind of like big, big personalities. And, 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 you know, Scotty is one of those guys that hearing Pascal say that, he tried to do one of those like jump shoulder bump celebrations to him in the hallway. And Pascal was like, easy, big fella. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I love that Scotty is that kind of person. He's that jacked. And, you know, Fred talking about like, he expects to win a championship, you know, maybe we're, <clears throat> it might take some time, but the, the comp- the level of competition is very much there. And I think this whole team has a chip on their shoulder already there's gonna be minutes battles it's like it seems like yeah I think I think you guys totally hit it like the culture seems fully intact and uh, you know to piggyback on your point Yao, um, people seem happy to be home and and I think that that was a big kind of trend I saw yeah. as well um yeah let's uh let's keep moving here let let's bring on Matt bro we're, uh, we're gonna stay in the in the media day de- department but um <clears throat> I want to see what, what you guys are thinking as far as like you know. If you were, uh, if you had access, uh, and you could ask anyone a question on media day, I want to know who it is, and I want to know what question you'd ask them. Uh, obviously, silly questions are encouraged. Uh, let's let's go to you first, Yao.
0: Uh, um, Scotty Barnes uh, here, to uh, yeah, from uh, Yao's blog and uh, great. the Western Gazette. Uh, just two. I um, have <laughs> two creditations. Um, uh, I just want to ask you: uh, certified Lutterboy or Donda?
2: Ooh, ooh, that's wow. big. Yeah, wow. that's a, that's a, like a reporter yeah. mic drop. Like he, you, he, he would have to that.
3: say Drake, right? Like,
2: <laughs> like that's what would. his PR and, team you know,
3: would have
0: to Answer the question because we know the answer is CLB. Yeah. But- it's about the enthusiasm in which he answers. Okay. And that shows how he committed to the team he is. Like, how oh, day really, really one really. are you, Scotty? We saw you at Real Jerk, and we saw you running around the city, but are you, like, you know, Drake, Drake's the number one rapper in the game behind the team? Or are you, like, hesitating on the answer?
2: <laughs> that's that's good <laughs> stuff.
0: And, I and that is like what that's... I would ask. And for the record... I am uh, CLB all the way, and I don't even work for the Raptors. So. Wow. Yet. Yet. Wow. This, wow. Yes, this reporter, them yet.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's from the Western Gazette. Western. Uh, he's he's really engaged. And Western. Has, <laughs> he has a lot of his own opinions, uh, and we're here for all of them, honestly. Um, uh, and, and just a shout-out to to Kayla Gray. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen that OG interview where OG's talking about him and Scotty liking country and uh, talking about Carrie Underwood has some songs. Like (laughs) OG's just funny. OG's just funny. It's amazing. Like he makes me feel old because he's like definitely Gen Z. And like, I can tell he has like a bit of a, I don't know, like troll joking vibe to him, but it's great. Um, Yeah. Uh, Where where are you at, Pat? If you get to, um, you know, ask somebody a question, uh, what would it be and, and who would it be? Uh hey there, OG and Anobi. Uh uh
3: I am Patrick Ronan from the Humber College Cuisine. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was gonna be a Humber reference. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who let this
3: guy in? <laughs> um I have a I have a question for you. Uh I'm trying to dress better, like dress less like a beat reporter of just hoodies and jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you make me over to look more like a piece of art, Mr. Ananobi.
2: <laughs> That's, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I should add to this question. What do you think he'd say? Um, you know, I feel like just, like, go, like, like, a thing I'm trying to do is, like, to
3: do less jeans, you know? Like, I'm doing more dress pants. I'm, like, experimenting more. <laughs> and like I'm And, like, I'm getting made fun of by my stand-up comedian friends. But I feel mm-hmm. like that's important because they mm-hmm. all dress like tiny boys.
0: Yes. <laughs> that is 100% true. This is mm-hmm. both uh, those things.
2: You, you dress very well. Uh, Humber Cuisine's finest. Uh, Thank you, you so much. You... Not a thing newspapers are called. <laughs> hey, listen. Some, <laughs> some papers are cuisine-based. Uh, um, menus. Are cuisine, yeah. I work for a menu. <laughs> yes.
0: Western Gazette, real newspaper.
2: <laughs> Um, okay. Let's, let's, let's keep the, uh, let's keep this newsroom moving. Um, I don't know, uh, who from where is coming in next, but, um, yeah, Matt, Matty D, uh, what's up? Who are you asking? And what are you asking?
1: Uh, well, I'm, I'm Matt Duncan and, uh, I'm representing the Arab banner, which is the uh, local paper in New York region. Um, okay. mostly known for just sitting outside front doors until mm-hmm. the paper is absolutely crisp. Sure. <laughs> <But>, Chris. Chris. <laughs> it has Summer to man. be Chris before it comes in the house. But what I would ask, I'd probably ask Masai because, you know, he's the head honcho. If Larry Tannenbaum's there, I'll ask him too. But, wow. you know, because that this season, the pressure's really off the Raptors for contention, for like even, you know, going deep in the playoffs, even making the playoffs maybe. So, you know, how is this team going to. Have fun. I think it's important for them to have fun and just, you know, love the game this year. I have a couple of suggestions that'd be fun, you know, (laughs) really amp it up. I'd say for one, how do we solve the like, you know, hostility with Dragic and the fans? Dragic's on the bench, but he's not sitting on the bench. He's sitting on a dunk tank. So when <laughs> something happens in the game say I don't know we hit 100 points or something or or yeah. Fred hits five threes or something we all sh- that, wet <laughs> goren <yeah>, wet, <laughs> wet goren yeah exactly yeah. it could be a lot of fun also we could have a uh you know a, a, a fuck brooklyn meter that mm-hmm. we have not even when we're playing brooklyn <laughs> just it's <laughs> always there for Messiah to come at the start of the game and he just He just kind of sets that dial to let us know what he's thinking about Brooklyn right now, you know, Uh, (laughs) one to 10, just things like that. I think the Raptors, it's important for them to have fun this year. I will reiterate that. And I, you know, if, if, even if red Panda could get into some game action,
2: I think that'd be fun. You know what I mean? On court. A hundred percent. Um, love the red Panda shout out. Always, always shocked that she, she is able to do her act without flubber. It's nuts. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, I'll say, uh, I'll say this, Matt, uh, loved your question. Loved your answer. <laughs> Surprised there wasn't any Bobby Webster, you know, homemade coffee references, <laughs> but Hey, maybe that's just his personal thing. No worries. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I, there's something I want to settle. I think uh, as a reporter, so I put up my hand and say, "Hey, Freddie Rivas, coming from the West Bend, whoa, uh, cuisine, cuisine as well." <laughs> yeah, um, At yeah. shocks, yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're on the we're on, we're on the shock side of West Bend. We're on the John <laughs> <Of course. laughs> um, It's a really specific boundary. Um, check it out. <laughs> check it out on a map. You really got to click a bunch to see it, the the shape. But um, yeah, so uh, I want to. I want to ask uh, Chris Boucher a question and um, you know, I, you guys are being a bit silly, but I I want to know like, dude, you have a variety of good nicknames and I want to know which one you like, like slim duck. Is that an insult? Do you like that? It sounds cool. Um, I also want to ask, you know, uh, Bloc Quebecois, like that's just so political. So you maybe don't even care, but also it's good too. Right. And then um, Trey Boucher, also a good name. And your three-point shot looks like that. Uh, yeah, I feel like he'd answer like whatever you want to call me, or, you know, because he's really chill. But I try to eke it out of him. I'm like, which one do you like the most? So you know, Slim Duck, baby. Slim Duck's like cool, and it's like clearly the first. And I think you know the other ones are newer. So maybe maybe that's that. But mm. Slim
0: Duck all the way. It's my favorite.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think we crushed it. I think we can wrap on this media day. Uh, I, w- I want to keep moving and talk some NBA stuff, but before we do that, uh, I do want to take a quick break uh, for our potential ads. <laughs> yeah. And we're back. Oh and my. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, that, that was like ad three hours cool. of ads. <laughs> you guys I'm so oh. sorry, guys. It's Holy uh, crap! Yeah, most of wow. Is time to larger now to those ads? I can't believe
0: <laughs> we sat here for three hours of ads. Wow. Wow.
2: Thank you so much, guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> the po- the podcast is mostly ads and mostly uh, sound foley from from R1 Maddie D. Um, <laughs> That's great. But you know, there's some convo in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's move on to the NBA and, uh, Matty D, would you please give me your, your most Adam Silver, Foghorn, Leghorn sounding, whatever you got, just fire it up, Maddie D.
1: This is, is Adam, Adam Silver.
2: Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. Oh, we're yellow now. It's, oh, yeah. Check the YouTube. We're changing colors. Um, Ah! uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's scary. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) man, d has got powers. We're changing colors. Okay. This is for the NBA segment. It's orange. Mm
2: -hmm. Cheers. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm too giddy, but, uh, let's, uh, let's go to you first, Pat. Um, and this might break into a bit of a discussion, but I want you to give me your first, like, you know, as concrete of an answer as you can possibly give me right now. Like how many teams are contenders and who are they? Speaking of giddy, the only
3: contender is the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> they're my hey. pick to win it all. No, uh Josh. it's a bummer cuz it's cuz it's the Nets. Like the Nets are the front runner. Like the Nets, they're big 3 and plus all of the uh uh the other like older veterans that they signed over the off season talent wise they are the best team but they have this great thing where they love to eat their own foot and just get in their own way a lot injuries like like just the personalities of these players that are that are kind of conflicting but even last year like Steve Nash kind of like did a great balancing act of making this team not completely combust. Like there was so many t- wild things that happened last season with the nets and they were still like arguably a, like a couple inches away on, uh, uh, on a KD three from maybe winning at all last year. It's like, it's the frustrating thing because it hasn't felt like we've had a team like that since the warriors that just seems like on paper, they're going to win this thing. I mean, there are a lot of other good teams like the Bucks. They they just won it. And mm-hmm. it seems like they're going to get some confidence and some swagger b- b- behind them. The Lakers, you can't really count them out. But last year, I was kind of left disappointed. I Like, I know there was an injury from AD, but it's AD. It seems like it's always an injury with AD. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, it just seems like the Nets are number one. But that's how this league goes. There's there's usually the number one. They don't win it all because things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also excited about the Nuggets. Once they get back to full strength um, for that small sample size that we saw with Aaron Gordon at full strength, they looked magical. Um, so I'm also exci- like, excited about the Nuggets. And if you look at the history of the game and the all-time greats, uh, mm-hmm around year four is when they start to put their impact on it and make a dramatic playoff push. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm thinking about the Mavericks, just Luca putting Mm -hmm. on an all-timey kind of performance. So I think, I mean, there's a lot of fun opportunity for people to take down the Nets, but I think just the Nets talent from the big three, from the coaching, from the even bench support that they have – on paper, it's the Nets, but a lot can go wrong.
2: So, is it is it fair to say, you know, in in your opinion, it's kind of like there's only one contender because you know the front runner's so strong. Or, or, or these other teams yeah. you're talking about, the Mavericks, you know, the Nuggets, like are they also contenders in your in your opinion? I, th- I I think there's a clear
3: front runner, but there are a lot of areas to kill them. You know, like yeah, it's, for sure to me that they like they are the top they are the king right now but they have a lot of weaknesses that yeah could be yeah. self-inflicted or by a matchup or something like that
2: totally um yeah I, I think that's pretty fair you know I think uh before I like you know I throw throw my my number out there uh I'll, I'll jump to Yao here but it seems like you know yeah your number is like sort of like One with like, you know, a caveat of like three or four, perhaps, you know, three or four teams that could potentially strike if something happens. If, you know, if whatever goes on with Kyrie, if KD, you know, KD only played half the season last year. Um, You know, obviously Harden had a very particular special and difficult year with with Houston and then coming over and and injuring his hamstring because he's usually a model of health. But, yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent about Nash. I think he did make them click. I think their role players are, you know, uh, even a little, a little bit better this year. Uh, although shout out Mike James, who I'm surprised is back overseas. I thought he mm-hmm. came over and killed it, but I mean, yeah, I'm was- surprised some team didn't grab him, but yeah. But before we stray too much, um, yeah, where, where, where are you at with like, you know, are you the same as Pat? Do you have like a bunch of contenders, There are four contenders
0: with an honorable mention to a 15. There are four contenders. or four legit contenders this year in the East. It's the Bucks and the Nets. In the West is the Lakers and the Suns with an honorable mention going to the Denver Nuggets. I am not as high on the Nets as everyone else is because everyone is giving all these caveats, the things that have just never happened, ever. Chase Harden has never completed a playoffs and been fine. Kevin Durant has never won a championship without two other all-NBAers with him. Kyrie doesn't look like he'll even complete the season. He hasn't completed a full season since 2016. Mm-hmm. I don't have them as high. Um, I don't think KD is the best player in the league. I also think the Bucks did get a little bit of like luck thrown their way, um, just because they stayed healthy and like you know availability is an ability. Um, so it's like replicating that. But they are, in my opinion, still the favorite. In my opinion, they're the favorites. Um, old Man Lakers. The reason why I'm higher on the old man Lakers, um, and I'm gonna call them old man Lakers all year. Please, um please is because of Westbrook. I think Westbrook Westbrook dragged Oklahoma City to the sixth seed, uh, and now he has like other options. We could truly see um in game um game management like load management happen where LeBron goes out and drops three quarters, sits to the fourth quarter because like Russell carry him like, and that's what the Lakers need because like another injury for that team is devastating. Uh, and if they go to the playoffs healthy, I don't think anybody's stopping them. Um, they're just that old man strength that's happening. I think the Suns can repeat their run. I, I think it's just a little bit more sustainable. What they put together, they get to the finals. I don't think it's pretty fluky. I don't think, I think the Lakers was like a fluky draw, but outside of that, they pretty much dominated. And then when Jamal Murray comes back and uh, MJP with his new max extension, which I think is a little premature, but whatever. Uh, But I did did believe in him. I've had him on my fantasy team, even though he did not show up. But I do think he's going to show up. That's why I have him as like my dark horse honorable mention and then the raptors i i don't I, this is not me a homer saying it i think just not enough people have paid attention to them um i think they're better than the celtics i think they're better than the hawks i think the sixers is a toss-up depending on how how much they get back for ben simmons if it's a right package right uh, they can creep up if not they're gonna be in that middle pack um yeah and also shout out to um uh, Giannis, who I still believe is the best player in the league and ESPN has a bullshit pull. And
2: that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Uh, all I can say about that is again, we just agree on so much. Um, I think, yeah. I think maybe I'll split the difference between you and Pat, as far as like the nets and the bucks. I, I think it's one in one a, and I think it's a big distance for two. Um, yeah. I think Giannis is far and away the best player in the league and he got kind of, like, some voter fatigue last year. Uh, you know, Jokic, very deserving MVP. But I think, you know, you're just jumping on your Raptor thing, too, I think two of the easiest bets you could make this year is Giannis for MVP and Raptors beating their Vegas uh, over under of 36 and a half. Um, yes. I think those are, like, the easiest things that they're just, like, for sure going to happen short of something. and And, you know, to your point, too, yeah, like, I think <laughs> – they do need some luck, but also health uh, is, you know, and, and availability is, you know, you know stealing from Ben Golver, like the greatest ability is availability. Yeah. Um, and I think it's
0: weird that people are putting the nets in this like upper echelon when they've never proven, like none of their individual parts have proven otherwise. The only thing that's proven is like, if you give Katie uh, two other people that can shoot and pass, he can win a championship, and I'm not even 100 sure that his teammates now, though individually better players, are better fits than Clay and Steph ever were. Right. Like Clay and Steph were like, listen, Clay scored six over 60 points on four dribbles. Like, talk about like kind of a perfect teammate that doesn't need much but a little bit of space. And then like Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. Like. Like, you can't ask for that. You need, you have two guys who are pretty dribble heavy. So, I don't know what it is in the playoffs because, like, when you get into, like, a good team who can, like, scheme against you, I I just don't think it's,
3: you
0: know, I didn't, I, I, they're not a hard, they're not a strong bet. It's just because the bottom of the East is so weak. So,
2: yeah. So, I, so I, go, go so I see ahead. it once,
3: I mean, those three players. Of Irvin Harden, and Durant, those are three of the best like isolation ball players in league history. Mm -hmm. Top twenty, maybe all of them independently. In uh, in the time that they played last year, it wasn't a lot of time at all, but but their numbers were ridiculous.
0: Yeah, their numbers were ridiculous. But like you got to also remember that was regular season, no stakes ball. Um, Isolation ball is great. Listen, I'll, I'll give you Especially in the playoffs. Yeah, and the I'll way give you that these stars. Kyrie is the, has the greatest handle of all time, even though I do tease t- some listeners, and I, I often say Steph has a better handle. Kyrie has the greatest handle of all time. Um, Harden may be the best, like, one-on-one half-court score ever, and KD is probably the best score ever. Like, no one's touching him with it on fire. All three of those things need the ball. It don't have much... Isolation. None of those guys move well without Kevin Durant does. Kevin uh, yeah, Durant does and, 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 very and to, well.
3: He's to- won two championships, also a Finals MVP, <laughs> off playing within a system. That's yeah. that's just incorrect. He uh <laughs> I uh he's won MVPs with with Russell Westbrook. Ball dominant. It's what uh it's Westbrook. That guy has glue on his hands. Come on, <laughs> James Harden was more of a point guard than than he ever was. He he, he was leading the league in assists. The Westbrook a Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But those are Westbrook assists. Come on. I'll say this: they're both to... underrated. I think at this point, people That's hate on I'm Harden saying. and Westbrook, and I'm actually like, I think Harden both was an incredible. MVP candidate last year.
3: Like the time that, that uh, 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 uh uh that Harden was putting it in, he was putting it in. Like I mean, at a point, Harden and. I mean. uh, Uh, and Kevin Durant could be argued as like, oh, these are two of the top five players in the leagues. And also there's Irving just chilling as a third option. That team is ridiculous.
0: I think that's the problem. You have Irving chilling as a third option, and he doesn't feel like he's a third option. Kyrie is nothing but thinks he's an alpha. He thinks he's the smartest person in the room. He thinks he's the best player in the room. And like he he has these like glimpses where he proves it, right? Last year, he he had a 50, 40, 90 year. -hmm. Yeah, like, which is a rare
2: occurrence. He was amazing last year.
0: He he was amazing when he got the ball. The problem is, like, they play better when he's the third option, and at one point that's going to get to him because he was the second option in Cleveland and he didn't like it. So we're we're in a place where he's like, I'll play ball with them, you know, when he can play. I agree. also, I, yeah. but
3: it's in Cleveland, it was LeBron James. Like, like, yeah. like they weren't the Cavaliers. They were the Cleveland LeBron James. And, and the way that LeBron James runs an offense, it's very LeBron James, which can mm-hmm. take Eagle away from people. I mean, even look at what happened to Love. He became like a catch and shoot shooter. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, it was perfect for playing with him. But if you're looking at what that team has to offer, they didn't have a full season to realize how each of them are going to fit. Now Irving, it's a it sucks to be on the side of uh, him. That's not the team you want to be on. While talking about things, especially now, but that's like like that's what I'm saying. The only team that can beat the Nets are the Nets, and they can with injuries and just being anti-facts.
2: Yeah okay just to uh just to keep things kind of moving here, I feel like this this nets thing <laughs> is spirited as it should be because I feel like that that series was one of those like series that you know provokes like caveats you got the you know durant uh foot on the line you have like some health issues. I also feel like year two of um you know uh year two of like big threes generally mm-hmm. click more um yeah. And I'll say this, uh, I think Giannis is only getting better. So I think there's this, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different types of calculations. You know, I think the best ISO scorer in the playoffs was Chris Middleton. And I think that's also something people don't like to talk about. He's not the most exciting guy, but he was ridiculous. Um, and and just to answer my own question, uh, you know, when I was saying I agreed with Yao on everything, the only little, little piece I just want to throw in there is we're talking about contenders. So I have six, I have the nets, uh, the bucks, and then four in the West. I have the Lakers, mm-hmm. uh, the nuggets, the Suns, but I also have the jazz. Uh, I think the jazz flamed out last year in the playoffs, <laughs> but I think Donovan Mitchell's only getting better. And I think they have a lot of good things going for them. And just a set, like what they have, they still have. And yes, Gobert I
0: so issues, close but- to mentioning the jazz, but they just, can't get over the hump yeah they're they like can. philly kind of they disappoint like that's what they the jazz are not a contender the same way i don't think philadelphia is a contender where they just have not like gotten to a point where you either believe they can win the next series or get over the hump and they did some some teams like the nets don't need to prove too much for them to be contenders you're like we could just no, imagine they're there but like some teams they have to do it first like yep. the Bucks did last year, they have to like. Giannis has to win the way he played in order for people to respect his game. And even though they don't, um, uh, he needed the win last year to be like, oh, now we can see you winning because you just drop fifty on like seventy percent shooting.
2: It's in, in a closeout, and then you got a fifty-piece uh, nuggets from from fat from a fast food chain the next day. Like mm-hmm. I- I'm mm-hmm. at the point with with Giannis where it's like. He is the best player in the league and it's actually not super close. Like no. that's, I mean, I've been that way for a bit, but um, I want to kind of keep this going into the direction of like who's being slept on. So uh, yeah, Pat, uh, no, sorry. I'm going to go to Yao first and then, and then I'll go to Pat. Um, yeah. Just like, I guess, yeah, no, I was going to say a team, but well, let's stick player and it doesn't have to be like a fringe all-star person or whatever. No. I just want to know, uh, yeah, who you think is the most slept on player in the league right now?
0: Um, I'll say this really quickly because I just want more people to hear it. But like I, I watch that ESPN rate, rankings and they I do this because it's a hate watch because I never agree with them because Stephen A. Smith is like worst basketball analysis of all time. And then have everybody go, yeah, Durant's the best. But the only reason why people are saying Durant's the best is because he has a jump shot and Giannis doesn't. Leonis does everything so much better at a such a high elite level that I'm like, my first nod is like, he's being slept on because you don't win back to back MVPs and then a the finals MVP and be utterly be the best player at your position and what you do and not be ranked number one. I know he's a high ranked player and he's number two, um, but he's being slept on. Um, Agreed. So that is my first one. And I think that was like a truly obvious one. I actually think, I'm actually excited to see how Lonzo plays with Zach Levine. Um, mm. I'm just, I'm just very curious. I, like that's a tall backcourt. I don't think Chicago's going to work as well as people think it is. I think they just have too many wings. And I think DeRozan is kind of like uh, insurance in case Zach Levine doesn't want to be there anymore. But um, I think Lonzo paired up with another scoring guard in a city like Chicago could be interesting. I, I, I've always thought he's a good defender. I thought he would have fit in with the Raptors had we like gone after him because he didn't have to be the primary ball handler. But if he did, Freddie can play off the ball as he's proven already, um, and we have size in the backcourt. And I just think he's a little bit slept on. Um, uh, and I'd like I would like the ball better since he's left the Lakers. So I, when he was at the Lakers, I think it was a little much. Maybe because his dad was doing all the talking, and you always you yeah. always want to nitpick at the game, but. I feel like afterwards, you're like, if he was, uh, like, I'd be very excited if he side with us. I would have been like, it's over for everybody else.
2: So Lonzo Bonsman. I love that. Lonzo, yeah, Lonzo ended up being, like, kind of like the toast of the offseason. I feel like Lowry ruled the day. But, uh, yeah, everyone wanted to know where Lonzo was going. uh, And it kind of excited for, like, what iteration, you know, they're going to see. And he's someone who I think one of his biggest critiques in the league was that he can't shoot. And he slowly developed the the ability to shoot pretty well. So I think, um, yeah, that, that's a good pick, uh, Pat. Well, what about you? Who's the most slept on guy? Uh, I'm going Ben Simmons. Oh, that, great pick!
3: The Ben Simmons stock is incredibly low right now. Yes, for good reason. It I think <laughs> I think that this is a thing that is proof about the Sixers more than it is about the player itself. There is, they have a island of broken toys that they have broken (laughs) themselves. Yes. Well said. I think the talent that Ben Simmons has And from like on the defensive end is next level. He was runner up
2: defensive player of the year, like deserving
3: probably and probably should have won it too. just with how he can guard every single position. A great downhill player can't shoot offensively. He's in his own head again. Is that because of the coaching because of the way that he's developed? Once Ben Simmons gets to a place that, that, that he can do what he does, he will, increase in value? Because right now, his name's in the absolute dirt.
2: I and totally agree that his name's in the dirt. People hate yeah. him. It's crazy to me.
3: But I, there's talent there. I I find that when players are in situations that do not favor that player, we tend to look at them lowly, like in the same way with Cat. Like I think people don't see Cat as a phenomenal talent, or yes, or totally. or like you know like the level that uh, and respect that I feel like he should be getting isn't there because he's on a horseshit team on a terrible franchise, Pro- like the worst franchise besides maybe the Kings, you know. They're so a bad I think one. that. The fits are a huge part of basketball, and I think Ben totally. Simmons had had an awful fit for his entire career, and I think that Cat has an awful fit the entire career. I can see Ben Simmons having a bounce-back year and also
2: career if he shakes off these demons. Pat, how dare you say that people scapegoat um, when they watch, watch How dare you say that? No, it's I am a, one of those people yeah. that
0: think Ben Simmons is shit. And I do agree also that fit is a big thing. But I, okay, you know when people were getting down on Cat, like Mm -hmm. actually fairly recently, because like for a long time he was like the player GMs picked to start their franchise. It went like Captain LeBron for a long time. And then suddenly everyone was like, Cat can't play, which is utterly ridiculous because he can shoot any seven feet tall. He just can't block. Whatever. Um, Ben Simmons has never been that guy for me. He can play defense and he's. Utterly useless on the offensive end. I don't care if it's in your head. You got to produce, like, because you you can't look at the score sheet and go, "Well, oh, Ben dropped ten points," but it's only because he was in his head, and we'll pay him anyway. I'm not. Uh, I'm off the Ben Simmons wagon, though. I do agree with you, Pat. If you put him in the right situation, he will look good. But I think he's going to look good on a team that never makes the playoffs, as opposed to a contender. He just I just don't trust him anymore. And it is Ooh. all the Sixers on me. They tanked, then they tanked, and they tanked, Mm -hmm. and then they missed on almost all those picks, with the exception of Embiid, and he fell to them because he got hurt.
3: Well, even imagine like, imagine Ben Simmons on the Wizards team last year as uh uh, as the Russell Westbrook piece. You know what I mean? As a driving get like get to the basket, dish out. He can pass. He can (laughs) finish at the rim, and he can run the court. Like yeah, if I'm you curious, have this if, guy like, as a point guard on offense, a game, and a, right? sorry, yeah, um, as a point pass. guard on offense, and uh, and a center on defense, that's a remarkable build that you can build a, uh, an effective offense and uh, and phenomenal defense out of. But he's
0: such a negative on the offense, end. to know that you can like, but he can pass and and uh, he can be
3: a passing lanes close up
0: when the people go we can only do it from like the foul line down and that's only because we don't want him to get downhill as opposed to like people would just stand at the rim if you're if you could have like weird zone play defenses where like people just slapped up ben simmons they would do it and i feel like if you can have when you have a defensive minded coach we have a nick nurse or uh uh greg popovich or um what's his or what's his name of the lakers like people who think Frank Vogel, um, with people who and Nate McMillan who think about defense in a way when you have Ben Simmons on your team, you could effectively scheme in the fourth quarter to render him useless and to have a five on four on defensive end makes you well rest in the score at the, at the end. That's why, like, that's such a negative on a contender. I think he'll look phenomenal. I think, regardless, when he gets traded, he's going to make. He's going to make the Philadelphia 76ers look silly numbers wise. But if you go to a non contender, it's going to be a non factor.
2: That's my. Sorry. Go go ahead, Pat, and then I'll jump in.
3: Yeah. It's also a thing, too, where, like, if you trade Ben Simmons for just three point shooting and, like, you have that around Embiid, absolutely, that's going to look better. (laughs) Like, that's just a (laughs) better fit. If you trade Ben Simmons to get some three point shooting around him, it, again, will look better. Um, But. Is like is he as worse? Like is he as bad on offense as like Ben Wallace was? No, we there are situations where defensive anchors can give you little to no on offense, and I think that the no offense on Ben Simmons thing is very like like overplayed. I think that he should fit in like a center ish or like to have shooters around him and uh, and have that with Embiid they just don't they just don't
0: oh, yeah I, uh, you know what a lot of people agree with you including doc rivers you know who doesn't yeah. agree with you ben simmons ben simmons doesn't yeah. want to do that ben simmons wants to be at the top of the key running the offense and when you mm-hmm. can't shoot you're ineffective that, that and that's what he's got on record but for the record i do think it's going to be ben simmons for d'angelo russell and he will end up in minnesota and it's going to piss off cap but like it's going to be the best trade they can get for both Minnesota and,
2: like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be um, D'Angelo
0: Russell plus two, like two first rounders. <laughs> so oh, that's
2: man. The my my guy, hate him. <laughs> I think I think I'll cap the Ben Simmons debate. But um what I will say about Ben Simmons is I think like there is a lot of kind of there's a lot of stuff in the margins here. I think he he's a good passer. He's a difficult fit. He's an incredible defender. He's perhaps overpaid. He's quite young. Uh, He's a physical specimen. You know, there's a lot of stuff. Embiid is also a hyper-specific offensive player that I think doesn't get enough of the, uh, you know, when the works get gummed up for Philly, doesn't get enough of the blame. And I think also poor scheming doesn't get enough of the blame. But then, you know, to your point, yeah, there's also like you can kind of shut him down. There's a lot of stuff that can go both ways. But the guy I'll say for me that I think has slept on, and it's a bit of a different route than this, is... um is DeAndre Ayton, just because I think he had a remarkable playoffs. Uh, he showed up that, you know, he showed people that he can play both sides of the ball, was incredible on offense, was incredible on defense, um, you know, had a lot of big matchups, really was good. He was good against AD. He was good. You know, AD was injured, but he was one of these guys that kind of just really showed up. And I'm. it's curious to me that there's not more conversation around him being you know, one of the very best centers in the game, because I think to, you know, make the playoffs for the first time and go to the finals, you know, is not just cause of Chris Paul. It's not just cause of Devin Booker. You were the number one big on the team. And I think, you know, those guys deserve credit as well, of course, but yeah, Deandre Aiden seems like, I don't know, like this is all, like I don't want to give any kind of like disrespect here, obviously, but I think there is some kind of like, I, you know, he's not Tim Duncan, obviously. And that's why I say. I don't, I don't want to disrespect. But there's a certain casual vibe to Aiden where he's just incredible and kind of does basic stuff, but is mm-hmm. amazing at it. And I don't know if there's like maybe he doesn't have enough flash or he's too nice or or what it is, but yeah, he he's my pick for kind of slept on guy. And um, yeah, I, I want to keep this baby moving and uh, keep it tight like I promised today. So let's keep this going to quickish questions, uh, Maddie, if you're there. Why don't you give me some quickish questions, Sting? Quickish
1: questions.
2: Fellas, what's up? We made it to Quickish Questions. Uh, you both, y'all, all three of you know how this works. Matt, don't you dare try anything. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Matt. <laughs> Do all it. off the top. Um, try it. No. I'm going to read these questions as clearly and concisely as possible. Uh, I might stutter, slur, lose my way. That doesn't matter. You just got to let it fire. Like, you just got to let, though, you know, let the neurons fire. Give us the first answer you can think of. All right. You can't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've had it.
2: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, yeah. Let's do this. Um, Yao, Pat, Matt. <laughs> Yao, Pat, Matt. <laughs> okay. Um, Yao. Scotty, OG, and Stanimal. Who are the parents and who is the child? OG and Stanimal
0: are the parents. Um, and Scotty
2: is the child. Pat, Scotty, OG, and Stanimal are brothers in a film. Is the film a Western, war, or heist movie? It, uh, it is a heist movie for sure. Maddie. Yeah. Scale of one to 10.
1: Nah.
2: How light is Pascal feeling emotionally right now, 10 being the lightest? Think he's feeling four? Okay, a little bit heavy, a little bit, you know, Toronto streetcar. Well,
1: let's uh, yeah. There's got to be a little bit of weight in his pants.
2: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yow. laughs> um. Are you pumped? Yes. Pat, sick. What's a food in Toronto that Scotty Barnes and the rest of the new guys have to try out? Berlin Donair in Kensington. I like that place a lot.
1: Mm. Ooh, Good nice
2: to nice suggest- just had a Donair's pizza. Jesse's pizza. bit of a weird taste. I'll say that. Um, it's but, different thing uh, than, than what I said. Completely different. <laughs> I know. <you're> okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, shame on me. Um, uh, Maddie. Yeah. What kind of research do you think NBA players mean when they say they're going to do their own research?
1: Um, I think it's. I, I'm going to give them the benefit of doubt and say they're going to go to at least page three of Google.
2: Do they to Google? Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, we're doing an all-play. Um, start with you, Yao. Okay. After seeing a few members of the Raptors attempt to draw the OVO logo, which players should the organizers of Nuit Blanche feature in? 2022, excluding OG, who should uh, have his own section in the world famous Louvre. Oh.
0: First of all, that was the correct. That is correct. OG is uh, not only an artist, but an icon.
2: Uh
0: huh. Uh. I'm gonna go, Scotty. I was just like the person that's most excited to do it.
2: Okay. I like it. Um, Pat, who, who who do you want to draw the OVO logo uh, in Nui Blanche? Uh, I'll go the person who I think owns the most OVO clothing, Gary Trent. Okay, <laughs> it'd be like a yeah. fashion thing. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Maddie, uh, who, who's the artist that gets to be in uh, Nui Blanche? I think that's a
1: side of precious I would like to see. <laughs> Oh, me
2: wow. Uh, I'd like to see many sides of uh, Precious. I feel like they're, they're coming. Um, I'm going to answer this one too. Oh, I'm oh. It's Chris Boucher, and it's the three personalities of Chris Boucher. Nice. He exercises his different nickname thing. Um, <laughs> so sorry for sandwiching my, in my own uh, Chris Boucher wants and needs. But, uh, guys, uh, that's the end of the pod. We, we made it. It's the end that's of questions. Um, Thank you so much' you're, you're, you're both hilarious and we got some good Ben Simmons stuff in there it's, mm. you know people want to know it uh oh. let's let's go to you first Yao. um you know you're 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 crazy busy with with cool stuff right now um oh, so, what's going on what do you so, want people to know where can they check So you?
0: darn busy uh first of all uh if you have a difference of opinion with me uh tell me don't tackle me or jump on my back uh yeah that, don't do that whoever did don't that do that. Uh, I, I, I produce, I produce two shows at comedy bar. One of which is called untitled on masters. When you see a bunch of comics working on some new material and stuff, it's a lot of fun. And then my, my main show is called double down. The next one is October, uh, 16th. It is at 10 o'clock at comedy bar. It is featuring, uh, Chris Locke as my headliner who just got announced, uh, as uh, uh, one of the lead roles ever Run the Burbs. So we have a, t- oh, a real-ass TV star doing some stand-up comedy for you.
2: Amazing. Um, Pat, what's up? Uh, what hey, I just want to
3: wanna s- uh, I just wanna say, if you see me on the street, do jump on my back. I'll give you a piggyback, and we'll have fun. That'll be a good, good day. <laughs> uh, I would love that if you did that. Um, uh, so, 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 I'm technically in. The new Dan Brown series, The Lost Symbol.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: we all laugh. Um, you could, he could have a leading role, but me and Matt are both imagining what we would be in that. So, um, so <laughs> yeah,
3: that's on buses. Those ads are on buses. I don't know where to watch it. Because <laughs> I Googled it and went, I don't know. But it's on the DTC, so it must be somewhere to, uh, to see it. So, yeah, if you watch that... And you see me? Let me know if I got a line in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout <Shall we laughs> out Canadian um, yeah. industry.
1: Classic D yeah. player. <laughs>
0: Classic <Yeah>. D player. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
3: Wow. Um, all right. So yeah, I'm in that. So you know, look for that. Um, uh, if you want to follow on Instagram, my handle's hard. It's pat with nineteen a's. So yeah, I don't he, know nineteen a's t. I'm gonna change it soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Keep it, it'll uh, catch on Also, uh, if you come down to uh, The Night Owl Night Owl, which is down at uh, college In Ozington area Come watch The Disaster Show Every second Tuesday of, uh, of the month They're very fun shows And I pop in from time to time Do Great some comedy, shows. country music Or some bits on it
2: Awesome uh, I love The Disaster Show I've done had some of my most fun times there um, Yeah, I mean, Pat you guys are amazing, uh, Maddie. You're the you're the best, best producer going. Uh, Sorry, I'm just uh,
1: I'm in my own head right now. I actually got the right number of A's in Pat's Instagram. Yeah,
2: uh, I crushed it. That was See? just
1: just like feeling I'm it like golf, you know, just
2: chipping those A's folks yeah. it's not that hard maddie <laughs> it's nailed, pretty hard okay? it's pretty hard but maddie you know is like it's also a private account too so like you know <laughs> I, like i don't even know why it's <laughs> fine hard to spell come <laughs> get me yeah. um guys dan I, brown Dan so brown. thanks everyone so much for listening um uh, yeah we we appreciate it. We, we've been growing you know for the past like six months the most uh, we ever have been so uh, whoever's spreading the word, please keep doing it. You know, you go on iTunes, give us a review, uh, all that good shit. Um, again, thank you so much. We really, really do appreciate it. And, Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, please just give me those sweet words, OK?
0: OK.